You're listening to a Core Education podcast, pushing the boundaries of educational possibility. Hello, I'm Stephen Lowe, Instructional Designer at Core Education, and today I'm privileged to be talking with Chrissy Butler, also of Core Education, whose specialist area is Universal Design for Learning, UDL. Cool. Lovely to be here. Chrissy. let's just get started. As a learning designer working within walled gardens like Moodle, Elg and Inkling, where is the low-hanging fruit of UDL? How can we start changing the way we work for the common good? Is that what UDL is? The common good by another name? I mean, I guess you could call it that. I think if you if you think of the of what we know about how people learn, that, that everybody learns differently, that they they learn in a different way in different contexts, that everybody brings different experiences, their background, their cultural perspectives to, to a learning situation. We would expect there to be huge diversity. And so the kind of the idea that a kind of one size all way of doing things, we we know that that leaves some people out. And so, you know, a well a well designed environment in Moodle or Elg would be one that where diversity is catered for from the outset. It's the designers expect people to learn differently and so they put in place different learning pathways, different kinds of resources and different ways for people to show what they know. I guess the really cool thing about UDL is that it, it gives a framework for that inclusive design rather than just kind of making it up. Right. So is UDL a bit like providing a pick and mix learning environment or is it just about sort of throwing lots of choices at people? I guess it's a bit of both. On the one hand, giving people choice is is great. And we know adults especially love having kind of choice and autonomy. That's a really huge part of people buying in. Throwing in a video or an image here and there, it, it doesn't address kind of what can be the hidden barriers to learning. Things in the way that we present content and instructions or the options we offer participants or users to share their thinking or in our teaching approaches there can be things in the way that we do those things that actually lock people out of learning. So can you give us an example? One of the principles of UDL is this idea of offering people multiple representations of content or information to support understanding. So in online environments even before we know learners personally that diversity is expected and there are certain things that we can always do so when we provide video it's really important that we provide captions as well when we provide graphics that we make them in a way that is really easy for people to scan them so it's really annoying in an online environment when the the kind of the labels that go with graphics are so tiny that you have to kind of keep enlarging your screen and then reducing it again to keep going so we need to keep in our heads all the time what are we doing that supports understanding and really looking closely at anything that will hinder people's engagement and switch people off. Yes, you sound like you're talking about more than removing barriers. You're talking about building in supports as well. Yeah, I think within UDL is this idea that we can actually plan for the predictable variability that people bring. So a really good example is this thing around using 
videos that have captions. When I talk about captions, I'm talking about closed captions, the ones that are like subtitles that mirror what the person on the video is actually saying, rather than the made up titles that you can sometimes find in YouTube. Closed captions are imperative for users that have a hearing impairment so that they can read what people are saying. But actually, captions are cool for so many people particularly in online environments where you're being presented with new content that may be unfamiliar with new technical terms or ideas. And you can rewind the video, kind of rewinding the text captions almost to find the bit that you want. And especially when a video, adult learning is often a talking head, it's you don't have any reference point for looking at stuff. So captions really is a universal support. It's been created primarily for people with a hearing impairment so that they can access the content, but actually it works for everybody. It's a universal approach. It mm. creates access for, for everyone. Mm. You mentioned the importance of flexibility before. What, what did you mean by that? It's really cool to give users choice, but actually it really is only choice if you can actually access it and adjust and modify the content or the online space so that it works for you. And this is where the UDL framework is really, really valuable because it highlights kind of a, a systematic approach, like three principles that you can kind of look at your online space and evaluate what might be potential barriers and what can we put in place that's going to work for everyone. For particularly in Moodle, like a kind of first base thing, I think for users in any online space is making it really clear that when there's text on a page that a user can highlight it and listen to it instead of just having to read it on the screen. And we can kind of assume that everybody might know how to do that. But actually, as online designers, I think we actually need to make that explicit to, and we may need to do even how-tos so that people have got a little heads up or a reminder of, oh, actually, I don't have to read all this. I can stick my headphones on and listen to it and either read along or just shut my eyes and, and access it a different way. I guess another key thing with online spaces and any kind of e-learning context is we so often use forums. And to be honest, they can be like this text nightmare and a massive turnoff for people, both in terms of reading what's there, but also feeling that you've got to kind of write this big essay that's wordsmithed and articulate and academically referenced and and that can be if you're new to online learning that can be it can be really intimidating and so I think this notion with UDL that there are different ways we can present information we need to model that that actually a participant can just do a little drawing and just mm. pop it in the forum as a way of capturing capturing their thinking instead. Yeah, I can really relate to that. I think that may, that may indeed be the barrier for some people who don't like to post in forums, that they don't feel they've got the literary skills to write something, especially if they've seen other people writing very erudite stuff. If they knew they could just upload a picture, that would be fantastic. So, uh, Chrissy, if we're aiming for the sky, what does that sky look like? I think the sky, if designers can learning designers, and, and can, in fact a designer in any environment, can have fixed firmly in their head that actually we need to plan for diversity from the outset. Mm. And that a framework like UDL is a really valuable tool 
to use to help us see things that are hidden, that would be a great start. Fantastic. Chris, this has opened my eyes, and I'm sure a lot of people who design online learning in these environments will be really interested to have heard your comments. Cheers. You've been listening to a Core Education podcast, pushing the boundaries of educational possibility.